Welcome to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're also online at WRQK.com and Facebook.com, where I took a beating for a couple of things that were on yesterday's program. Jeez, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Got a little carried away with the time travel. Okay. <laughs> I got a little okay. carried away. I mean, people had some things to say. Okay. And uh, then we had Sales Nicole come in. Yeah. We like her. Yeah. We're buddies with her. Friends with her. But then she called... She called people Oriental, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what's the matter with you? We had to straighten her out. I was like, rugs are Oriental. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, no, 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 People are not. What are, you, what are you doing? And, you know, and then in the hallway, she tried to, like, backpedal it to me privately. She's like, you know, people from the Oriental. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, no. no. Back up. Handbrake. Handbrake. What are you doing? So I took a beating on that online a little bit yesterday, but somebody said something to Fantone about time travel. Mm-hmm. And the concept of it and go, well, if you could do this, does it mean? And it's like, they're trying to qualify. They're trying to backdoor time travel. So, again, we're going to do it again. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do it again. I can't believe. You would think that you would think I should be able to time travel back two days and like re- do this. rethink the system. Don't do this. Plan but, a show. But no, no, no. We're going to revisit it at 7 o'clock because I, I came in here. I was wiping sleep out of my eye. I'm pouring coffee into my you know my mouth. And Fancy goes, dude. <laughs> Hear me out. I'm like, wait, hold on. We're we're back. We're back at the Mulder and Scully or this early. Nothing gets the messages going like like being like skeptical about something by saying yes. I don't buy into this. Yes. I don't think this is true. People will just from from I, people I've never talked to in my life before sitting here sending me a four paragraph message about like, no, dude, you're not considering this with time travel. And I'm like, who are you? Like like what are what are you, Sarah Connor? Like what yeah. are you talking about? This is very interesting here. There used to be a theory before, like, social media, there was a theory on radio shows that one, they would always tell people who hosted shows, don't get obsessed with your phone line. Right. Because 1% of your audience is going to interact with you. Yeah. One. Yeah. The other 99% are never going nope. to, they'll think about it, but even when you're giving something away, they're probably not going to interact. Now, with social media, you got to figure those numbers are way higher. We actually know what they are, but we'll move along. But you're right. Like, people who would never normally interact with you day in and day out. There are people who do it every day. Then there are people who do it about once or twice a week. And then there are people who are never going to do it. You're right. If you tell them, I don't believe something that you do. I've seen people like, in, I've been in cars with people where they pulled over the side of the road and be like, I'm Son yelling. Son of a bitch. I'm yelling. I, I, you know, I gotta go. You are absolutely right. I'm sure you took a lot of that yesterday because you have a very hard line in anti-time travel. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I look for proof. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to it and like whether we're talking about. See, this is what I love about Fantone right here. Notice how he positioned his first statement to make you feel like a complete idiot for not doing it that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, here's what I do. You, like, you want time travel. I look for proof. Like, dude, look at him. That soapbox, that tall. How many steps did it take to get up there? It doesn't matter what you want out of it. I mean, this goes back to the facts and feelings argument of like, yeah, I want things to be true. Holy crap, Phantom went full Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro on him, dude. (laughs) Just just Ben Shapiro on stilts over here, By the way, you can grab that Ben Shapiro. Podcast all day, every day, free iHeartRadio. Um, so no, if if it like, and I guess you know something I wanted to ask Nicole yesterday when she was talking about how she believes in mediums and like how she believes that there's people who can like talk to the spiritual world she for you. Orientals, are too. these people? Are these people? Are these people not superheroes? Are these people not like conduits of God? Are these people not to be revered? Because like, if you can oh. truly speak to the dead, wow, you just asked me three deep questions, right? But like, is isn't it's there after six. isn't there something there where if if these people can 
truly do this. Okay, well, when you say superheroes, you don't mean the Incredible Hulk, because then you said conduits to God. So, like, well, there's something supernatural. There's something beyond you, I, and her. Well, all right, here's the thing. If that's going on, it would have to shake up what I believe about the creation of the earth right. and like that. It would have to, it would definitely, ch- and it would definitely lead me down the path of maybe more like faith based things are less crazy than I think. I mean, like, wh- where does Jesus play into this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, just, <laughs> I bet he'd be a good time. Traveler. I, I feel I, like, I feel good like at it. once yeah. you open that door, there's just so many other things that have to come along with it there where that's where a lot <laughs> of my skepticism comes in. Now, the, like you okay. said, the way this guy presented time travel okay, well, to me yesterday, <laughs> it was interesting. We'll get into it. It's seven but, o'clock. But but yeah. but it, it just once again until there's proof that something's happening, I have to. I yeah, have you got to, problems with you know. It. Do I feel the same way about the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like dude. Well, you you've gotta, seen Baker Mayfield. You gotta though. give it some time. All right. I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield did not time travel. He is, and he is real. Yeah. He yeah. Is. No, I've okay. seen him. Right. Like I, you right. know, what I mean, we 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 have seen him. Well, um, we should make you aware of this. And this feels like a weird transition because yeah. uh, Fantone's actually doing something very serious this evening. And I believe it starts at 530, if I have mm-hmm. that right, at the Cultural Center. It's uh, Take Back the Night for the Domestic Violence Project. And Fantone will be your host this evening. So, uh, you know, tell everybody what's going on here. I am hosting this, but I do want to correct something. Oh, okay. It's not going to be Of course, that, I screwed it up. It's not going to be that serious. I think a lot of projects oh. and a lot of like events that go around, you know, something like domestic violence or even like... You know, a disease or something like that. Sure. You always expect this somber, like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to oh, wear gonna black. Me we're going to the quiet. pocket. There's live music. There's, like, activities. This is, like, a family-friendly event. Everything is 100% for free. Like, you just come out tonight and enjoy yourself out there. And, yeah, it is It is for the Domestic Violence Project. I think this is their third annual one that they've done. So, um, you know, hopefully there will be a big community turnout. It's a group that I've worked with a couple of times in the past. And uh, I think we can all agree that domestic violence is a serious issue. Yes. And, like, this is a great way to come out and show support for you know survivors and uh, and you know an organization trying to trying to reduce it. All right, her and I are supposed to hang out later. Tonight. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I can I can already. I, I dude, I'm I'm telling you what's going on right now. She's getting up, getting ready to leave the house, and yes. she turned us on and heard that and was like, oh my god, yeah, we're going. And you better bring your checkbook. We're writing checkbook. God, how old am I? Bring your debit card. No, nope, they don't take money tonight. Tonight is not about fundraising. Oh no, I'm doing. Now I'm tackling. No, not tackle. Not, <laughs> no, I'm on a corner. Somebody shoved twenties in their it's pocket. Not about fundraising it's about community involvement oh, it's about like getting it. the people out there Alex Simon I'm sure you know oh, yeah, if, yeah. if you've been around in Canton you've seen that dude perform yeah. he's going to be there tonight a bunch of different artists are going to be there tonight what do I got to wear to this um it's casual it's community Jeans coming to you are. Down and I'm good I'm not even going full suit tonight as I hope oh, okay, so good, like good, it's not right, a black right, tie affair right. like I yeah, said we'll it's not there. it's not a serious like somber thing I mean there'll be moments obviously sure, yeah. but like the, the the point is is to come to have fun and like I said to kind of raise awareness uh, against a problem that you know is very real in this community and hopefully we can do something about right. it. I haven't officially talked to her yet this morning, but I can. I, like I, I feel like this will be an easy sell. <laughs> I like hey, it. hey, honey, we're going to go someplace and we're going to, you know, help raise awareness for this. She's like, yeah, we're going. Not far away from you, obviously. No, um, a ton of dinner options downtown. You know, come on out, guys. It'll be fun. Absolutely. All right. So check Fantone out at the Cultural Center later this evening, 530. I believe that starts every hour on the program this morning. Your shot at $1,000. Let's do the first one right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. Passing out $1,000 coming up at 7 o'clock. 8.30. Sunday to see garbage. That's happening at the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park on October the 18th. 
I believe tickets still available. Check their box office for those, in case you're not lucky enough to win them. I try to keep an open mind, Fantone. I really do. Right. Right? Now, I'm closed on some stuff. I'm like, eh, you're never going to swing me on that one, right? But I try to... Anytime like some like new something new comes out and it makes me angry, I'm like, all right, well, where's that coming from? Right. Like, why am I angry? Is it because it challenges me in some way that I don't want to deal with yet? What's the deal here? Right. Okay. And especially with like people, I've been saying it for two years about me. I'm on the journey to better is what I've been trying to do for me. Right. And so I'm all for people looking for those outlets to make their lives better. So I get and support the idea of an emotional support animal. I do. Okay. I totally understand it, and I get it, and I could see how people who have been through tragedy, how an animal could help your life. As a matter of fact, just a just an average person, they say. I I read this once. I'll paraphrase. You'll have to excuse me, but I I had heard once that just by coming home and petting an animal for twenty minutes relieves your stress by like a certain amount, where it's like overall you live like you know longer. Yeah, I think as a whole, animals, you know, there's a reason why we've had this relationship with companion animals for such a long time. Like, there's definitely a benefit to it. Why a dog's it. man's best friend. Right, why, why, and it's not, that's not a new story, you know what I'm saying? Exactly it's not, right. It, but, um, I, I support that. I support the concept of, uh, you know, the, the, the emotional support animals, sure. especially because you take that on a, you know, day-to-day, yeah, I'm stressed out, but if, dude, if you have PTSD from something, like, yeah, I can definitely see Calming how taking presence. care of something and, like, having it depend on you could be, like, a good thing absolutely i totally get it okay but now we've had another one of these people who got had to be taken off a plane this happened here at hopkins up there in cleveland where a woman had an emotional support squirrel and they were like you can't have that on here and they now i guess the whole thing comes down to she had told them there was an emotional support animal but i guess they didn't know it was a squirrel so both people are to blame here okay right okay a what are you doing with an emotional support squirrel put a pin in that we'll get there okay (laughs) <laughs> you, right. you were alerted that there was an emotional support animal coming to the airport, and it wasn't the follow-up question since we've had only, I don't know, 24 of these in the last yeah. year and a half. Well, what kind of emotional support animal is it so we're not the next thing on the news? Within the last six months, it was the peacock, remember? I mean, exactly that, that was right. the big one. So if, if, if you know that that bridge has been crossed, not out of the question to get some clarity of well, like, well, what are you bringing? Question. Okay. What are you doing? Okay. I'll, 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 whatever airline that was, I'll, g- I'll give them a little bit of what do you, what, you know, what the hell. So now <laughs> let's get to the squirrel end okay. of the argument. Okay. I don't understand how this isn't an easier problem to fix. I've conceded that I understand that an emotional support animal is something we should allow people to have. Now, are people going to take advantage of that system? Have I seen people do it with my own eyes? Absolutely. Do I know people who have or who will blatantly say, "Oh yeah, my doctor just gave me it, and I just want to be able to take my dog into the store"? Yes. I want to. I want to qualify what we mean by more emotional support animal. You are talking something that you can take with you anywhere publicly, correct? Yes. yes. So it's like that. That animal is essentially a service animal, like a CNI dog, where it's like nobody can say anything to you. You have that thing with you when you go places. Now, here's where it gets tricky: is that people are allergic to animals, right? So taking it anywhere in public is a lot like a gun. 
where a little bit, I kind of feel like it needs to be on the place of, yeah, we get it, but not so much right here. Right here. Okay, because there's also the issue of sometimes you'll see this where it's like, well, you know, those emotional support ducks aren't, you know, you can't have those in the city. And then it turns into like, well, is that a private property thing where I can have whatever I want, you know, or is it I can take these animals with me everywhere I go? So... If you're looking to take them out and about with you, most okay. most places you go, let's let's okay. start there. Okay. Okay. How is this not easy? How is this not? I get it. You want a snake, or you want this. Okay. Life's not always about what you want, and so there's a lot of us living in this country, in this world. So let's figure out what's the best application for everyone, not just the person who does need the animal, right? So how I I understand, okay, maybe you're allergic to a dog, so you can't get one of those. So we'll give you the cat. Okay, well, I'm allergic to both those things. Fine. Like we did yesterday with greatest sports movies. Give me the Mount Rushmore of pet where the most Americans go, yeah, those four make sense. Two off two outliers on the side, maybe just in case. But if I give you four options at that, then we're closing the door. Then it's gotta stop being boa constrictors and peacocks. No, seriously. Because that's how that's how the nut jobs who do just wanna like skirt the system. And I know there's gonna be dog people too. My friend Rachel's one of them, right? But I I, I get it. But like at some point I gotta shut the door because I'm on that flight too. I, I definitely I You gotta not- understand because as much as you have an allergy to something, there are people who have a phobia. Like, my dad could have never been on a flight with a snake, ever. Could have never, dude, he would have panicked. And there's also the concept of a goddamn squirrel running around in a plane. So, like, it's not just phobias and feelings and allergies. It's a goddamn squirrel running around. We got to get this mother squirrel. Well, I'm, I'm on your side on that one. Um, but uh, the problem that you're going to run into there is is the fir- one of the first things I can hear coming out of the counter of this is that... You don't get to decide which animal takes care of my emotional trauma. Yeah, we do. You don't, you don't, but, but it's not because the thing is, it's like you just can't say like a dog. It has to be that specific dog. Okay. You know well, what I mean? All right. Well, here's how I feel like I can say w- what does it. Um, there's a reason why the two animals are the most commonly found pets because they're the ones who can fit into our lives the easiest. So yes, you could do it with these animals. If an animal can do it, that animal will be able to do it. Anything you have like that, if you have it inside of you to love something that's around you like that, alive like that, cute like that, you will learn to love anything. Like, all right, remember I was dating that girl. She had that skin, that, that hairless cat. I was scared to death of that thing. By the end of that relationship, I hated her, love that cat. But that's not true. I didn't hate her. That's mean. But at the end of the day, I love that cat. Um, I, 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 I take your point of like, yeah, you can like, from my perspective, yeah, of course you can make a connection with an animal and whatever. I'm just saying when it comes to, you know, the soldier that came back from Iraq, who's dealing with PTSD and has a connection with ducks, because that's where it goes, because that's where it goes. We're talking about people who have gone through. Now, if we're talking about a perfect system, people who have gone through something that caused PTSD is essentially what we're getting at here. And very frequently it's going to be that. So he's got a connection with these six ducks. And now all of a sudden you're going to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, soldier with no legs, uh-uh, you're not getting in here okay. with that? Okay, again, you're setting it up, and rightfully so, to make it like really hard for me to combat against That's where that. where it goes. Right. So how about we just get back to a place of logic where it's like, yes, I am doing that, but I notice how I am meeting you halfway, and I'm trying to say, yes, let's get you your thing. But you got, I live here too. What do I always say? Freedom's messy because your neighbor has it too. So let's get us to the place where we, I, it's not that I'm saying, oh, pff, this 
whole thing, scientifically it's fake, ah, these new ways, it's not that I'm coming from a place of ignorance, I want to give you your thing, but let's figure out how we do it so I can stop reading about squirrels and peacocks, I'm playing! My thing, is, my, my thing as, as the American soldier that's coming home with, you know, shell-shocked, my thing is ducks. And now all of a sudden you're telling me that I can't go into the store because of that. Well, then you get to, right? Then you bring the cat in public and the duck stays home. Now, right? Now, dude, the thing that I think where it really needs to go here is I stopped playing devil's advocate, and this is really what I think here, is I think that the animal has to go through some level of training. And if well, they you're, do. If you, no, dude. Those are the people who are bringing animals in there, dude. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're they, not there's that squirrel didn't go through any training. Okay, what are you well, talking right, about? No, no, right, no. No, if no, you're that. a service animal, if you're like a C&I dog, then yes, you've gone through training. But if you're an emotional support animal, okay. there's zero you're training. Right. You're right. And that's the difference. If you want to publicly bring your animal into a situation, you need to be able to show certification of like, hey, this animal doesn't have rabies. Hey, this animal's been trained. And you can't be using it as like, oh, look at my, because that's the worst. Okay. I, 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 all right. I, I do want to address this real, real quickly. I'm being told, please be careful with the information you were sharing regarding emotional support animals. Emotional support animals do not have public rights access. My son has a service dog for his autism. Emotional support animals are provided protections under the law for housing, not public access. All right. Well, again, I don't know if this is a state to state thing, but when I owned a business in Oregon, I had, I mean, honestly, it got so crazy with this one lady. A lawyer showed up at my bar with a letter like, dude, you have to let her bring this thing in here because they do have that. So I don't know who's right there and who's wrong. And I'm not really trying to pass out information about what you're allowed and what you're not allowed to do. I'm talking in the ideal what we should be doing. And I know I'm normally the should guy. I don't really love those, but for this sake of this conversation, let's throw out everything I've ever said about that and, and let's just do it my way. <laughs> right now i'm not really trying to, to to give people the information about what you can and cannot do right now my thing is is that i want people to have their emotional support animals i want you to be able to do that but there is a common sense place here it's like that billboard you see like you know the the anti you know uh like i don't know if it's PETA, but somebody who doesn't want you eating animal goes well where do you draw the line of what you eat what you don't right at the cow bitch right there that's exactly where we do it and you can't tell me that if i give you f all right fine not four i'll give you six options at animals that's not enough I still got to get the boas and peacocks. I'm sorry, dude. No. At some point, let's get you your thing. I'm all for it. I was completely support. I'm a huge dog person. I, I want two black labs. That's how I want my life to finish out. But at the end of the day, like you got to stop disrupting planes over what over something that's crazy. It doesn't have to be a squirrel. This is you looking to push the envelope. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm still, you know, need to be carved out of the big block of ice, and maybe this is where I become a flat foot idiot. But I really don't think so. But then again, I never think so. You're shot ever. <laughs> I never think so. You're shot at a thousand dollars, seven ten on the Sansbury Show. Good morning, the Sansbury Show, or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Yo, Fantone from the Sandsbury Show here to tell you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. People ask me about my LASIK surgery all the time, and I tell them the same thing I'm about to tell you, dude. 20-20 vision. That's what I wake up with every single morning. You know, I started wearing glasses in the third grade, and I thought I was going to have to deal with vision problems for the rest of my life. But thanks to my good friends over at the Rollholt Vision Institute, the inconvenience of glasses and contacts is a part of my history, not a part of my future. So if you're done ordering contacts and you're sick of paying for glasses, I want you to visit a website. It is RollholtVision.com. Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45, and the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off is at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash! 106.9.
Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Pass out $1,000 coming up, 710 this morning. Again, Fantone this evening is hosting uh, Take Back the Night at the Cultural Center, 530, for the Domestic Violence Project. And I was right uh, as we were opening up the show talking about it. The better half heard, and she texted me right away. All right, we're not going to be able to be there right at 530. <laughs> I got things to do, but like 615, we're, we'll, we'll be there. So she's all excited. So we'll be in attendance tonight. Yeah, it's come as you are, come when you can. I think it's going to be over probably around nine, so five thirty to nine ish. Um, and uh, like I said, dude, it's a community like celebration. Uh, no, I do not believe there will be alcohol bever- alcoholic beverages. Um, but there will yeah, be. A she's ton- got a flask. She'll be fine. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> dude, she, she's got the ability not to drink for two hours. Right? Nah, dude, I don't think she does. Southside um, baby, she'll have moscato in a, in a flask. Be a uh, be a be a ton of different performers, um, a ton of different vendors and things like that. So. Uh, t- tonight, stop by. It'll be a good time. Yeah, nice. We will be there. She's all happy. She's like, look at me making you a better adult. All right, slow down, lady. Just chill. Just, just slow down. Calm down. Dude, uh, we, uh, we have whipped people up into a little bit of a well, an angry mob. Okay. The emotional support animal thing, it does. It gets heated. It, it, and again, it's it, because it's a, a lot of things being thrown in there, right? You're bringing in, you know, mental health, mm-hmm. which everybody wants to be on the on the side of, like, well, yeah, you can't oppose that the, the, right now, right? So there's that, and then people's love for animals. You combine those two things. That's a powerful force. Yeah. And again, that's why I've, I've, I'm finding such a weird thing that I'm getting so much pushback on what my theory is. Because again, I am not saying this is witchcraft. I don't buy it. It's not coming from a place of ignorance. It is coming from a place of I want to make this a thing. I want to find this thing. But at some point, you got to understand that there are millions of people out there. And we're, we all got to live here together. And so let's figure out, like I said, I'll give you six. And let's, uh, let's uh, you know what, let me, let, uh, I'm going to try to list six animals, see if I can get to six even. Then I'm like, all right, walk that around, pet it and make you, you know, and feel better, calm down, right? Okay. Let's, let's see. Dogs and cats, obviously. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know what else you want. I mean, dude, a bird can fly away. Well, no, you clip their wings. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, maybe a bird little noisy there but okay it's not my world either you have to live here too so if i got to deal with a little you know uh, if you know bird on the shoulder i guess i can do it yeah i was gonna say there's plenty of dudes walking around with like a macaw or whatever on their shoulder okay so i'll give you those three help me i don't know animal i mean rodents i mean like if 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 well i guess the airline page says no rodents if like it says it and i i guess at that point you're gonna say the same thing about birds like what if i have it in a cage what if i'm walking around with it in a little briefcase thing right well there? honestly like i knew people were gonna bring the cage to part of the argument but i almost like it more than like what do i care i don't care what kind of bag you're carrying on the plane either so if you've got a live animal as long as it's caged no i'm not saying all of them have to be caged i'm just saying that like well, like adding the cage to the bird doesn't make it worse for me okay makes it better for you so yeah. like I mean, a dude, probably less likely I have to interact with. If it. I've got a snake, if I've got a bird, if I've got whatever to put see, it in the cage, there. I, see, okay. I don't want to. I, I don't want to be judgmental. I just don't love snakes. I kind of inherited that from my right. dad. Like he was legit. Like would turn a TV station off if there was a snake on it. I'm not that bad about it, but I inherited that a little bit. So I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to bring my own crap into it. But I don't know, snakes? I think snakes are okay. Certainly, as long as it's not poisonous. You know what I mean? Like, at that point. All right. Well, we're trying to get the six, so I got to give you the snake. I do. But, but, I mean, like, at this And, you know what? Sorry to cut you off, but if I'm going to be this judgmental about it, and I still want to meet you halfway, I'm going to have to give in on at least one what most people would consider to be exotic. 
and a snake is what I think okay. a lot of people would consider to be exotic pets. I, I think the, the concept of cages is obviously something because what do I care if you have an iguana in there? I really don't. I mean, I don't. I, I, I don't think. I don't think I, I do for like any those. reason. But when we talk about those things, is like what happens when he gets out, and what kind of chaos ensues when these things get out, and are all these things trainable? Because I feel like that yeah. really has to be a part of it. Can you train and a snake? When, when we when we, when when it comes down to it, if we're just saying cats and dogs, and even if we're just saying dogs, I mean, like, is there going to be breed restrictions? Is that going to be a thing? Is this all of a sudden turn into a city council issue where pit bulls and we're screaming at each other? And like, the answer is yes. So like, the answer is yes. Eventually, you, that's the next frontier of this. Be, yes. because, because I mean. I understand, well, like, you know, you know, your emotional support dog, and we buy into that concept, but if you're just bringing your untrained dog into, into the middle of a store, I see how that's going to be a problem. And, 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 and like I said, man, a guy's asking me, what about animals that are scientifically proven to help with anxiety? Okay, now, I have not read that study, but I read a lot of studies, and I can tell you, I'm as guilty as anybody else. Here's a study. Look, the numbers, I got proof that says I'm right. But I'll also tell you about every study. That if I pull, if I grabbed a couple of other people and did research, they could find out the exact opposite of what you just told me is true is wrong. It, dude, in most studies, you could find, find that to be true. It's how you position it. You can lead the witnesses in these things. You can, you know what I mean? So I don't know that's what happened there, but scientifically proven to reduce... Oh, I mean, like, didn't we say at the beginning of this? Well, like, Petting you come an home, animal? you pet an animal, 20 minutes, all of a sudden you're scientifically proven. Again, but pet an animal. Right? Isn't it? That's the act of it. I, and I, but I'm not sure there's one particular thing that, 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 that is that animal can do it and that animal cannot. This is my thing. Any I animal. need to move you off the, I need to move you off the peacock and oh, get you into a beagle. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to say, this look- is, do you know what, you know what an exotic, you know, service or, you know, emotional support animals there or service animals, whatever, both of them, right? It's like a Lamborghini. You don't get to have one of those. They're out there, but you don't get to have one. You know why? Cause you don't have $500,000 to buy it. And that's the equivalent of like you live in a society where there's a ton of us. So let me, I got to get you out of Peacock and into a Beagle. Um, I, I hate when this argument happens because it is the worst case scenario. But that is fair to say, and I agree with it, until this turns into you now have to tell somebody who's dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, your ducks are not valid. No, what I have to tell them is, is that I understand the ducks are valid, but so is this German Shepherd. And so this is the thing that is going to help make this all a possibility. And since everybody else wants to make every other subject in the world black or white, that's where I would draw the line and be like, we have to make this black or white right now so we can get it done. I understand. There's some. What do I always say? That the right thing often comes off as cold initially until you sit back and think about it and take out the, the tribalism of like, online communities. You realize, you know what? It's just common sense. Like there is some of this. And again, if I'm trying to get you to the place where we can agree on six, that's a lot of flexibility, right? And it's not, like I said, it's not coming from a place of ignorance. It's like, oh, you cry, baby. Well, you want an animal everywhere you go? I totally understand it. I totally get it. Having been the survivor of a traumatic experience, I totally understand the theory behind all of it. And I want to meet you halfway, but that's just it. You have to meet me halfway. The Indian season is over. Controversy is not. We'll give you that and $1,000 next on the Stansbury. Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45. And the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off as at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash! Rock 106.9. Welcome back. 
to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com, and we have $1,000 to give you momentarily. I laugh as we come back from break because one year ago, today, my Facebook memory is mistakes were made, but I'll take Tito in the playoffs versus whoever else we'd get in obscurity. And here we are again, a year later, and I still feel that way. And more so, the Indians is actually what we were going to talk about here, a little. And I have to apologize to the Indians fan base. I do. There are a lot of you that feel like, felt like we didn't cover this team enough this season for how much this show does talk sports. We under-delivered on the Indians all year. We did. Full disclosure, we totally did. Okay? And I feel bad now because we're going to talk about them, and I'm going to be very guilty of being everything pure, like Indians pure, you know, purest hate. I'm going to not talk about the team. I'm going to talk about the side story about the team. I'm I'm, I'm about to be very guilty of everything like an Indians purest would hate. As, eh, I don't care about the roster, teams, whatever, this and that. Let's talk about, let's talk about the salacious side story. But that is what we have to talk about. And that's, there will be no more Chief Wahoo on the uniform. We're done. But you can still buy it. And I get the the small-time bootleg t-shirt guy. You made them all. You got to sell them all. I get it. Yeah. The team, however, I don't. Now, before I tell you where I'm coming from here, I have things that have Chief Wahoo on it. I'm not going to stop wearing them. I'm not. I don't think it makes me a terrible person, nor do I think it makes you a terrible person. Although I will tell you, in the day and age of tribalism, in the next year or two, I'd be careful wearing it to the stadium because a lot of them people are going to gang up on you and you're going to hear drunk fans call you all kind of nasty things. I do. I believe that. If it doesn't happen, I'll be the first one to come in here and admit I was wrong. You guys know I will. Okay? So I don't It's I don't necessarily have a real issue with the Chief Wahoo logo, but I understand other people do. I think it's been wildly inflated, their problem, because I think it gets web clicks. But I do understand that there are people out there that have an issue with it. But if you're the team shop, what are you doing? You've known this was coming for a while now. And you're the big organization that can take the product you already made. I know, I'm gonna, normally I'm going to let the company make their money, right? But you already had to be dragged to this place over like a five, seven year period it's been now where this has been like openly discussed. And the commissioner of baseball had to get on the plane and come here and kind of like negotiate with you and kind of give you something to get it done. Why are you, so you know this is an issue. Why are you welcoming this? Well, why are you still going to sell it and make money off of it? Why are you welcoming this bad PR on yourself? I don't get it. I um I when the when the commissioner came into town I remember you and I talking about it and it was like dude the writing is on the friggin' walls he, how stupid are you if you don't think that this is happening what did I say that if, if that if he thought he was going to lose if Rob Manfred commissioner of Major League Baseball thought he was going to lose that conversation he never puts the plane the, the fuel yeah. on the plane to come here you can go to the Yankees and lose you can go to the Red Sox and lose you can't come to the Indians and lose. So I guess from that perspective of like, you've known for a year plus this was happening. So it's not like you have the, you're right, the small time hustler of like, dude, I got to get rid of this the product. The guy on Superior selling t-shirts, he's right. got to make, dude, his kid needs food. I get how that guy's hawking it. I totally get it. But I guess, you know, 
first of all, at least partially, it's the money will be there to be made. I mean, like, that's the truth of it is like, well, why do they keep doing it? It's because, you know, because I want it, you know, because I want to probably now more than ever. It'd be like if Hillary Clinton won the election, how many guns would they sell because of it? Now that you're taking it away, now that you're saying like, no, you don't get this anymore. There's dudes who who right now will go out and specifically buy. It's not that that I don't understand where the profit's coming from. It's that I don't as as you, the team, you're going to make the profits anyway. So at the end of the day, why are you welcoming in this conversation that's happening right now? Um, I would assume that the concept of holding on to it is definitely something you're going to want to do because, like, obviously, if, like, vintage, you know, jerseys or anything like that, you're going to want that ability. Just like, you know, how you kind of view Wahoo as what it is right now, but there's been other, you know, representations of it, and they have the rights still to all of those. And maybe the idea of, like... Well, dude, let's just hold on to the rights of it. Let's not like you know necessarily like burn everything because eventually, who knows? In twenty twenty eight, maybe maybe we're beyond all this. Maybe it's like you know what? Hey, bring the bring the chief back out here, and who, who the hell knows how society could happen? Who knows how could society happen. turns there? Um, I, I I guess to me this year, and it was glaringly obvious in that last series when when they got bounced. Um, it was on the hat every game. Like they were intentionally wearing it as much as they possibly could to 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 rub your face in it. I think to give a little bit of that farewell and a little bit of that like you guys love this. Next year it's not going to be here. You better buy it. Yeah, I, I think that was a concentrated move because it's like did the Black Sea's not the Black Sea's not inspiring anybody to go buy something new today. No, I said about the Black Sea when we talked about this first time around that it's the perfect logo for this era right now because it's it's just like. I mean, it looks. I mean, it's good. I like but it, it, but it's I do. very just like, eh. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know what I mean. It's plain. It's, its intentions are to like, well, nobody can have a problem with the alphabet, right? Like, it's one of those. Um, but it is the perfect logo for right now. I just I don't understand as the team why you're going to welcome this in. It, it, okay, so you're going to make a little bit of money. You're, you're the team. You're going to make the money. I guess if anything, probably if you really want to play your cards the best you can right now is to probably hold off for the next year or two. Let it be. You know what I'm saying? Let it let it kind of settle of like, all right, we've moved off of that. We're onto the block. I see. We're on the uh, script. I all that. Okay. Now, I don't know if this is true, but it's being tweeted into me. And this is an oversight on my part. And I just didn't think about it this way. Okay. But apparently, if you don't continue to sell... The, the what's on their the trademark you then lose the right to it he says uh, they have to continue to sell cheap wahoo to maintain their trademark if they don't use it they lose it i don't know if that's true it's being tweeted into me but if that's the reason now okay because you're right do they maybe want to hold on to the trademark for future reference down the road like let's go back revisit the history maybe even as a way of look how far we've come not necessarily use it again but like look at where you know what i mean maybe there's that but like I, mean, I then, guess I don't know what trademark laws are, but like to I me, I don't know for sure. I don't you, know. You're telling me that that Pepsi didn't have crystal clear Pepsi in its back pocket the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't understand when, the, when there's like specialized stuff. When you know, hey, once a year you get this. The trademark lasts all year, right? I mean, you, just because I only sell it three months out of the year. Okay, now how, again, this is Dwayne now coming on top of this saying it's not a great argument, but they say if they stop making it, they lose the copyright on it, and anyone can make it. I trust him more than I trust most people. He's wrong, you know what I mean, enough, but he might be right on that. So if I retire something, you know, all of a sudden, just because I'm not making it anymore, that trademark no longer applies? If, 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 I, if I, you know, I don't know, there's a million different things you could create. 
again, I'm I'm in the dark on that. I really I am. I'm 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 sorry. I don't know trademark law like that. I I, I want to say, well, I guess I should, but no, I shouldn't. You know, I mean, I do this for a living. If I knew that, I would. I honestly, I here's the thing. I don't get paid enough to know trademark law. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, and again, people have a problem. Oh, well, you know, they sold Chief Wahoo for an All Star game. I got to tell you, in this decade, mm-hmm. I think I do it. I I think I do it. I mean. I don't know what the economics of that game are, you know, are, but I remember going the like the first time around. I remember being downtown at that with the first time around. It was awesome, and I can't imagine it's bad for the city, especially when we got a team full of all stars on it. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, a lot of our players could be in it, so you get that whole that whole thing, and you were going to have to get rid of it anyway. So yeah. if I get something out of the trade, I'd yeah. rather not lose. You didn't lose here. You know what I mean? Because you at least got something out of it. You were going to get rid of it anyway. It was gonna going to. to happen. So at least you didn't lose anything. So let me ask you, because it's such a heated, uh, it's no longer even the Chief Wahoo stuff I'm worried about, but I have a shirt from GB Artwork, Mm -hmm. and I love that company. I have a lot of their shirts, and it's the outline of Wahoo, like, standing up with the bat in his hand. It's not shaded in. It's the uh, just the outline of them, and inside the, the body of that logo, it says, Long Live the Chief. Now, you can see that at my Instagram. It's dan.sansbury. I have a picture of it in there. Or gvartwork.com, I believe. Check them out. I uh, Now, I got to assume if I wear that to the ballpark, there are going to be people who feel like I'm kind of like shoving it in their face, right? Like, do I come off as like, well, I don't want to come off like I'm like, I just like the logo. I'm not trying to be like, you're awful and I'm glad we took your country. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? But I don't want to be looked at that way either. I think this is very much a problem of... A little bit the reality and a little bit the perception of all things being the same size, where it's like, yes, do I, I, I mean, do I look at Chief Logo or Chief Wahoo and kind of understand where some of the complaint comes in? Sure, I do. And do I think that cultural things have an impact of how we view society? Sure, I do. I, I think that's very real. Do I think that you are a, you know, an engine hating, savage hating, racist? No, okay. no, I don't. So, so like, it, by 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 looking at it, everything's the same. We're running into like, no, dude. If I if I see you wearing that, I'm not gonna come hassle okay. you and like logo to logo. All right. I told this story once before, where a guy asked me to take a photo with him, and I said, "Well, I would," but I asked him to take like his jacket off, and the reason why is because he had a patch on his jacket of a swastika. And I was like, dude, if you think I can be in a picture with that in 2018 and keep my job, you're crazy. Like, if that gets out, and he got really mad and was like, I'm never listening again. And that's, right. okay, fine, whatever. Okay. I understand I made you a little bit mad. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm I, dude, I got to worry about self-preservation, right? So does the Chief Wahoo logo get there? Where it's like, you know what? I can't stand next to that. In my opinion, no. Are there going to be people out there in the world who feel that way already? Of course. But wow. I, don't think that's a, I don't think that's a mainstream thought. I don't. Okay. Do, I'm asking, does that become the mainstream thought in the end? I do not. I do okay. not think that's what happens. Right. I'm just curious where everybody thought. What everybody thought. We're gonna have to uh, revisit a little time travel thing because apparently sex robots are gonna colonize Mars. Okay, that's happening. Okay, that will happen like after it. you get hooked up at this thousand dollars. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword cash to two one zero six nine. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock one zero six nine eight thirty. Sending to see garbage. They're playing on the 18th. Hard Rock Roxino will get you into that. That'll be a good show. It's a week oh. from today. Jeez. I wonder if Butch Vig's still in that that touring band. I'd like to find that out. I'd like to go to that, actually. They were always pretty good. So 8.30 will get you into that. 8 o'clock, your shot at $1,000. And, dude, LeBron said something crazy. 
I know he's a Laker now. I know every you know, but I told you he's still one of the big biggest newsmakers there there yeah. is. LeBron who? Right. Shut up. He said something nuts. We'll get into that. I, and I'm worried. Uh, yeah, I'm just worried about what it's going to mean for my life in the future. Yeah, that's right. LeBron said something that's going to affect my future. Wait a second. What? Eight o'clock. <laughs> okay. Stick around. All right. I guess. So apparently a guy who has been buying sex dolls for a decade and occasionally like gives feedback to the sex robot firm Realbotics. They have a new uh, l- like love doll coming out, the Harmony Love Droid. I believe they're like the they're like the the name the when name it comes to you know building robots that you bang the eye doll essentially yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay all right this guy who has like been buying these things for over a decade he's like in his sixties right and again like they lean on him for like hey test this thing out and tell us what you think somebody's got to be an expert in things what a good job that is. But he's convinced now that these like sex robots are going to help advance the human race. Okay. He says, I think we have to remember that sex robots are here to help us expand our knowledge, our experience. <laughs> and that's what they ha- and that's what they have the direct this technology to do. He's like we that's what we need to be sending them. He says, I believe robots will colonize Mars. They're going to build the colony. We're going to come along later, he explained. Wow. He says, they're going to do the real work. They can travel in space, he adds. Now, I want to laugh this off as like some crazy old pervert just playing with stuff in his basement. Right. But he's been able to buy sex dolls for a decade, so he's got money from something. Somehow, yeah. Got money from something. They're not cheap, dude. I mean, they're these not. aren't blow-up dolls. Right. And I'm going to paraphrase here. But I believe that like the robots are going to overtake us, right? Okay. They already Skynet, got that. They, okay. they already, they already got that four-legged thing that can like hop over <laughs> gates and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want. If you see that thing and you're not terrified of it, I think you're an idiot. They've got one that can open a door now yeah. too. So like, dude, you can't even hide behind the door. It's coming for you. Okay. Now and again, I don't know. It was one of the great thinkers, and I'll have to paraphrase the even quote, and I forget who it is. You'll have to excuse me. But somebody once said that. The rub to the human race is, we'll be smart enough to create the thing that will make us extinct. I think that was Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch. Was that a five-finger monologue? We'll be smart enough to create the things that create us. I created the chalk <laughs> they drew my outline with. Yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe it Not was Ivan Moody. Monologue? Now, Sorry. if I find out that was Ivan Moody, I will have to walk back one of the great thinkers. I'll have to walk that part back, but I'm pretty sure somebody said it. Wikipedia. You do it. Okay. You figure it out. But... So to think that this technology is not going to get to the point where they can travel outside of our system and like go somewhere else would be crazy, right? I mean, I've said this before on the show where I think sex robots, if anything, are probably going to be the thing that saves humanity here. Um, yeah, we disagree on that. We got 8 billion people on this planet. That is way too many, and we keep making more of them, dude. Eventually, there's going to be a point where it's like, yo, just have sex with this robot. You don't really want kids. You don't really want to have to deal with that responsibility. Just go ahead. You've got the super realistic robot in your house. You know, go to your crappy job or whatever. You know, uh, go into the Matrix for a minute, and then you can just, you know, go back to your, your sex oh, robot great. wife. So, you know, for 10 years, I'm going to have to read at BuzzFeed.com. <laughs> oh, my God, millennials are ruining, you know, really. 
relationships with their love dolls. And then instead of instead of us having three kids each and, and, and the population just booming out of control, then at least at that point, let's cut that population in half, bang a sex robot. Dude, this is what's really strange about you and I right here is, again, this is a place where you and I completely switch ideologies because... I'm the anti-human person. You're the you like people person. I do. I love people, but I recognize. And I'm not crazy about them. But and I'm worried that if we give people these things, like again, you know who I'm thinking about right now, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. That dude will never come out of his house ever again. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. That's what we're shooting for here, bro. We don't. We don't want. There's people we don't want to be keep keep moving forward. Like okay. Good. Is there any argument? To the fact that you can do whatever you want to these things, so then you end up making the creepy dude creepier because now all of a sudden like, he gets so in his own head about it. Like I can just walk up to like a real person and start to do this stuff to it. Do things get creepier? I don't know. They're already pretty creepy. I don't know if you necessarily need to push a rapist more towards rape. I think they're going to go there on their own. Um, Doesn't but, mean I want to hit the gas pedal. But at the end of the day, I don't know. If anything, I think you can make the argument of is there less true victims here because it's it's like, okay, this person has these urges, wants to system? do these things, or at least has another outlet for it. You know what I'm saying? At least there's something else there where it's like, if that's what you want to do, these are these are these are sex dolls. I make it look like a ten year old. You alright with that? Um, well, we're getting into a, a dicey territory where do I feel like I'm all right with it? No, of course not. If it reduces the amount of victims in the world, if less kids are getting touched because to of this, on, right? I would have to I sign know, on to I it. I know, I don't want to say that, I don't but you don't want to have to, I right? Want, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want real victims. Right, I don't want real victims. So it's like, if, if that okay. proves to be the thing where it's like, okay, right, well, fair. this is works. A fair. Here's what I want from the audience. There's 20 million of you out there for Christ's right, sake. Here's what I want. Before we get to the point where I have to like worry about the robot's feelings and whether or not I'm doing like wrong things to that, somebody push me off something tall. I don't. I seriously, I don't want to be alive for it. We already saw in that Han Solo movie where it was like where they wanted to make you feel bad for like this woman wrote for this female robot. Like you were supposed to like I was supposed to care about it. It's like no, dude, that thing is parts. We put it together. I don't have to care about it. The whole premise of West or uh, of Westworld that that HBO show. The first season was great. Second one I stopped watching because it was like oh my god, this story's falling yeah. apart. That show felt really but, obnoxious but, to me. But that's the whole premise of it. Is like, well, when you become self-aware, are you something that deserves respect? Are you something that deserves protected? And now, I don't know. If, you're, in a, you're in a great territory now, there. For me, it's very simple. This is very, very simple. Was there a price tag on you? Then I get to do what I want. What about when they... <laughs> 200 years ago, we were talking about something very different. But it's not 200 years ago. When, when, when we get to the point where we're starting to put human emotion, when we're starting to put our experience, our thoughts, our minds into these robots, which inevitably will be the case, you talk about this dude colonizing colonizing Mars, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be sex robots with, with our minds implemented into them. If you're living that life, if you are the mind in that robot, is it not real to you? Is it not? Is it not what's happening? How do they mimic my consciousness? Oh. I mean, do you think the brain's going to be greater than a computer in 100 years from now? You know what I'm saying? They're not going to have that ability. I don't know. I couldn't figure out Tron. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. I'm lost. There's no roadmap for this. <laughs> hey, where the hell are we? Mom! I just, I'm, I'm just lost in like this technology like sphere. I can't get myself out. All right. Sex robots taking over stuff. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're already making ones you got to be nice to. Like, remember when we talked about it where you got to, like, seduce it? Like, what are you creating more annoying women for? We already have those. 
I already got, I got one of those things I gotta be nice to before she lets me have sex to it. The, the sex robot should be like, here's the debit card, I get to do what I want. I want to be dead before I have to care about, uh, like, like, imagine if I had to care about this computer. I punch this thing three times a week. <laughs> gonna lock me up in the, behind bars? I don't think so. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys hang on. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come. Yo, guys. Fantone from the Stansberry Show here. The Rollholt Vision Institute is what I want to tell you about. That's where I had my LASIK surgery done. And I see 2020 now, baby. I never thought it was going to be possible, dude. I thought I would always have to worry about where my glasses were. Did I have enough contacts? Am I running out of solution? All that stuff. Dude, that's ancient history to me now. And if you want to be living the same lifestyle, dude, all you you gotta do is visit the website. They've got financing options available to you. They let you take a self-evaluation test. I want you to visit the site. It is RollHoltVision.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ratio. Pass out a thousand dollars here momentarily. That'll be around eight ten this morning. I was talking the other morning that I didn't really grow up with Halloween because. My parents were religious weirdos who took it a little too seriously because they were afraid nobody would come to church if they didn't. And so I'm just unaware with this holiday. And I dislike it with my job because it's like, oh, it's like this wackiest thing, right? It's always this time of year. It's like, yeah, all the Halloween wackiness comes out, right? But there's something that happens every year with decorations outside of people's homes that by, by now we should be done with. Okay. And that you don't you do know exactly what you're doing. Okay. And I want you to be able to put decorations outside your house. I want it to be able to if you want it to look like a graveyard, you want it to be scary, I'm all for it. I understand it. I mean like like bodies mutilated, gross, disgusting, looks like a rated R movie. You want to go to slasher flick in your front lawn, I'll fight for you. It's your okay. right. You can do that, right? Okay. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. But where you lose me is these people who hang like a black mannequin from a tree and then try to pretend they didn't know what they were doing. Like, again, this is what I'm talking about with Halloween. Like, there's been like 11 of these thus far. And this guy's in the South, like Alabama, where you, there's no denying you have it. All right. We're all at the point where we've at least, whether you agree, what not, what happened, what not, who's been wrong, systemic racism, whether it exists, you have heard the whole hanging of the black person from the tree thing, right? You have at least you have are at least aware of it and understand that it is inflammatory for people to see such a thing. Nobody can deny they didn't see this, right? Nobody can deny that they are aware of this being a hot button. So you you don't get to be situationally ignorant, is what I'm saying. So when the news knocks on your door, what? I didn't know. I didn't, yes, you did know. You were trying to get on the news. Um, a couple of a couple of counterpoints to this I'll make. The first one wow. being, okay, I did know. Who are you? So what? So I want to do that, and I want to hang a black person from my from my tree, and that's yeah. what I. That's the that's the symbolism that I want in my house. Freedom's messy, right? I mean, right out of the gate. That's not me speaking that, but that's a counter to this. Okay. And I am the freedom is messy thing because your neighbor does have it, right? Okay. Uh, so is, is there a loophole where, where maybe you get to do this even though I think it, it, that it's awful? Yeah. But pretending you didn't know, and that's always what they say, because that's normally what I don't get. If I got that, I would be a little bit more okay with it. 
not that I think it's all, that it's great that people feel that way, but I know some do. And honestly, the fact that I'd be able to readily identify them isn't the worst thing in the world. Now, I, I do think there's a celebration there, not a celebration, but a high, a, something to highlight there, where it's like at its core, racism, whether you are or are not in the debate of well, like how much of it is it, you know, but like is still kind of a dirty word. Most people, even when it be, even when behaving in a, a visibly 100% undeniably racist behavior, so like, no, dude, I'm not a racist. You know what I mean? So there is something good about that. I mean, I've, where it's I've like, had people use the N-word and then tell me they're not racist. Instead of just openly embracing it and being like, yeah, well, I dude, that's that's what I want. That's the America that I want. Like, at least there is still that. I mean, that's that, that's a good thing. Um, so I can never use black people in my Halloween. I think so, if, you, if you go to the ultimate form of we hate you and wish you weren't here, then no. What if I got a white what if I got a white dude and a black dude hanging up there? Equal equality. Okay, I'll be honest with you. That is somebody there's like, okay, well then just hanging people is scary. Yeah, I'm always gonna feel like you tried to loophole it. Okay. Right? I, I, dude, I'm loopholing. I here. know like, you are. I know you are. what I'm doing. And okay. So is there somebody Fantone across this country who's who could hang both and not have that in them? Sure there are. Right? But most people, if, it, if if I see that picture, you're trying to loophole it, right? You are trying to be like, well, no, I hung them both, right? Right. right. You are. Odds are more than likely, it's but because you, I, what I walk away thinking is, you hung both because you wanted to hang one. That's what I'm gonna think. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you're not that person, and maybe I'm being a little too guilty to be too judgmental. Fine, but we all are. So, but with all that being said, I mean, like, I don't love it. But, but are you taking it? Down? Are you are you are you making it? If you're if you you know if it's if, if I'm being honest, I'm the guy in my house who wishes my neighbor would take it down. Am I going over there, ringing the doorbell, and telling him to take it down? No, because I'm probably not that guy. And shamefully, again, like, have I been on the golf course with people that I like who I don't believe are racist to the point to where they wouldn't hire a qualified black person, but who will use the N-word and who I, where I've kept my mouth shut and shouldn't? Yes. The answer is yes. So much moving um, goalposts, I think, when it comes to racism, and that's a part of the problem, is that on some level, I think that like just like I feel like I as a man have a, an inherited amount of sexism in me, I have an inherited amount of like ageism in me. I have we an all inherited, just kind of come with stuff. Right. So you, you do. You kind of right. come with stuff. And it's like, well, if that's an inherited part of the experience here, it's like, well, I can't deny that, of course, I've been... I've been that thing before. There's no denying it, but I think people have a hard time because it's like, well, dude, I mean, I still watch the NFL, so it's like, can I be that racist? You know, dude, I still, you know, I've been been to a Chinese restaurant before. I can't be that restaurant. I can't be that racist. So it's just, it's this moving line. And yes, dude, having a black person hanging off of a tree, that feels to you and I way too far over that line. But to somebody else, it's like, nah, dude, this is part of my Halloween decor. All right. Well, then I think at some point we got to remember that it is a children's holiday. And then the imagery of, well, I mean, again, if we're going to go to slasher flick, then slasher flicks. I mean, you hang people in slasher flicks. You would. If you, if you, if we took this mindset of like, yeah, well, dude, whatever, you know, and we took it to Valentine's Day and it's like, well, dude, it's sex and we, I can have a pair of boobs out in the front yard. We'd be like, no, you cannot. But with Halloween, dude, you can have a bloody corpse laying there that would take, or, or you would need a rated R movie ticket to go see that on screen. Okay. But you can see it in real life. Okay. But there would be, you could get me to, a graphic, just violent um, front lawn display that I'd be like, all right, we've reached critical mass too here. Far? Too far. Too yeah, far. There would be something like that on that line. And again, I'm not the go take it down guy. 
and I would maybe want to tell my neighbor that, but probably would not out of like, you know, most people just don't want to have conversation like that. But when people try to tell me when the news cameras show up that they didn't know what they were doing, especially when you're in the South, in Alabama, you didn't know what you were doing. Yes, you did know what you were doing. That's where you lose me. It's not necessarily about should, should not, this and that for me. It's that don't try to lie about it when somebody comes to you and says, this is what you're doing. Because you did know exactly what you were doing. And if that's what you want to be doing, then don't be a coward when you get the chance to talk about it. Then stand up and say, this is who I am. That's, I guess that's what I want. I want a little bit more honesty. And I guess what the counter to that is, is dude, he hung it out in the front yard. You already do know that's him. I guess that's true. You're shot at $1,000 and LeBron saying something crazy. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. I want to apologize to everybody in Florida who may be listening. <laughs> Had to get that Scorps in there, though. I mean, what would we do without the Scorps? Your shot at $1,000 momentarily also gets you in to see garbage. October the 18th, Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park. We'll do those at 830. I'm going to say this, and you're going to go, well, duh. But you can do something, and if you're poor, you look crazy. But if you have a ton of money, you look eccentric or forward-thinking. The rules are different. It's very, very weird how that happens. And I have many, many times have said, that I am more impressed with LeBron James off the court than I am on it. That you gave a man, let's be honest, $200 million at that early age before he even laced up his shoes. I think it was Sprite gave him 100 and Nike gave him 100 It was $200 million before he even played a game. And the fact that we've had no major controversy out of this legit all-star, massive celebrity, and giving somebody that much money that young... With the upbringing he had, the life he had, is remarkable. It's remarkable. Yeah, I mean, dude, you could give me that money right now, and I'm still probably ruining my life. Dude, I can only imagine at 18 what I would do with it. Oh, bro, you give me that kind of money right now, and honestly, it looks pretty ugly. I think. Right? But again, he's now done something, talked about it, and he was so blasé about it that it just goes to show you how different the rules are. Now, this is about how he's raising his kids in at least one area of it. And a lot of you take issue when we get into this kind of stuff because neither Fantone or I have children. But like Fantone has famously said many, many times, you've never been president either or never will be. And yet you feel like your opinion on how the president does his job is valid. Right. So therefore, us judging people, since we have to live in the world with your children, us judging how you're doing it, I think is in, is, is in fair game. That's fair game. That's in bounds. I've never been quarterback of the Browns, but I can watch and say, all right, that was a good game. That was not a good game. Okay. I love it. Okay. So LeBron, I guess while talking about his sons, they're 14 and 11, if I have my numbers right, if I have my ages correct, I believe that's what they are had something very interesting to say about his children, and we'll just play you the audio. Uh, I got very mature 14 and 11-year-olds. Yeah. My 14 and 11-year-olds drink wine. Really? Yeah, that's how mature they are. Wow. Okay. That's how mature they are, or is that how immature you are? There's uh, a question in that. Very mature 14 and 11-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. My 14 and 11-year-olds drink wine. 
Really? Yeah, that's how mature they are. They'll be driving next week, too. <laughs> See, now, not sure again. There's another tactical error there. Not sure I would have linked driving to that statement. Now, this is what's interesting. LeBron is one of the most methodical athletes we've ever seen. He's the most, one of the most calculated celebrities we've ever seen. This was a misstep here. For a guy who's normally very guarded about the message, this came off a little... You know what? I'm almost done with all of this stuff. I'm so above all of this that nothing penetrates this anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I, I mean, do I think this is going to be the derailment of LeBron James? No, of course, no. Of nor does it I wipe do out all the things he's done right thus far. Well, I mean, do you view allowing your 11 year old and 14 year old to drink? Do you view that as like? Uh, I don't love it. I'll be honest with you, I don't love it because there's we've got two different things here. I think part of the problem is he wasn't very clear with things, and to say like, hey, my 14 year old and 11 year old drink wine, you can either take that as like, yeah, I occasionally allow my kids to have a sip of alcohol and see that like. How, how this works and kind of like plenty of parents have that opinion of like you, 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 that's almost responsible parenting but for him to say my kids drink wine without like the qualification of like a swig versus a versus bottle like yo my kids are just sitting at home like so it is different up for a you, bottle though. Well, yes, 100%. There's a difference between allowing your kid to have a beer with you or to take a drink of your beer versus allowing your kids to go party in the basement. Yeah, those are two very, very different things for me. Okay, they are different. I can't deny that they aren't. But they're similar enough to where if I'm going to argue it the other way, where it's like, dude, you're still walking your kid down the path of like, hey, get boozy. Uh, I think there's I think there's some people who would say that like you're walking your kid down the path of this is how to responsibly use alcohol. Just like you might allow your 14 year old to get behind the wheel in a parking lot just to say like, hey. We're going to do this just to show you how this is. It's that life experience. And I, as an adult, hmm. am standing here holding your hand through this. I mean, and I, it's certainly not like, well, in other countries, but there's plenty of other places in the world where alcohol is used in this fashion. You know, Americans have shown an inability to handle things responsibly that other countries have been shown to be able to do. Now, is that a byproduct of the fact that we, we keep things taboo? Maybe. But I don't know that to be true. And I've always been very judgmental on this. And I've said this many, many times, that I had friends whose parents would let us drink at their houses. And when I went home at night, I was happy I lived where I lived because I felt like I was being cared for just a little bit more. Now, that sounds very judgmental, right? And it is. It ultimately is. Here's the other side of this. I want to say I wouldn't let my kids drink, but I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't know what, you know what I mean? So now as I'm entering into a relationship with this woman who does have a 14-year-old, now like I found out the other day, she's into mediums, she's into all this stuff. It's like, (laughs) I'm afraid to ask her. No, I am. I'm afraid to ask her because I'm nowhere near a position to where I can say what what my opinion would be, right? Nor does your opinion matter in that situation. Exactly right. Doesn't carry the weight. But I'm almost like, well, God, that's a big issue how you do that stuff. Like, should I head it off at the back? Like, I almost want to know. Okay, okay. Like, Uh, I almost want to know. and Because I don't know. Like, so maybe... I mean, because again, there are, all right, I'm thinking of like three of my friends right now, okay. right? Who are good parents. And I'm being truthful there. Like, honest to God, good parents who do allow their children to drink in the house. Drink in the house, allow them to party in the house or to have Not alcohol. necessarily party, but they, they do, they are, like, they're not going to allow like a high school kegger in their basement. But I don't think it's out of line or I don't think it's all that rare for them to allow like, like their 15, 16 year olds to have wine with dinner. 
your dad never gave you a swig, never, My never, parents never drank never alcohol had, in front of me. Had the, never had the option there. My parents never drank alcohol in front of me. As a matter of fact, I was out to dinner the other night, and I took a picture. We were out to dinner, and I took a photo, and there, there was a beer in it. My mom said to me, Jesus, Daniel, look at all the glasses. How many beers did you have? Like, it's still like that. So maybe that's what I'm bringing into this, too. Yeah, because I was going to say, really, at the end of the day, I think you and I can both say that, like, well, because, like, my parents, we would have never been like, we'll allow you to drink. Like, you can get drunk, and we'll, we'll allow your friends to come over. Never would that be the case. But I was a kid, and like my dad would be like, "All right, you know, a little sip of this Pabst Blue Ribbon. Come sit, come sit on my knee, you know, and we'll, you know." Well, you it, might be the best argument not to let kids do it. Look but, at you for Christ's sake. That's what I was going to say. Is I think you and I both had a very similar path of like later on in our lives, we both went through like, "All right, well, you enjoy drinking, so it's not necessarily like, well, if you allow your kids to do this, they're going to find their way." Because our parents had two very different ways to look at it. Yet we both ended up in the same place. You and I. You know what I mean? So I don't it's think fair. I don't I don't I, I don't think that behavior one way or another is going to be like the only thing that decides whether your kid has a has a uh, problem or even a, a a desire to drink a lot. I, I you know I, I got to be honest with you. I, I know I've been judgmental on this, and I'm a pushover, and especially with a kid that's not biologically mine. I could see myself going, I got to buy your love if you want to have a glass right, of wine. Right. I, I could, do, I I could do? totally what say it. Like, I said it about, about, about what? About a month ago. Like, I'm going to be a hypocrite on some stuff. If this continues to go where I think I'm headed with this, I know I am. And I'm, I'm terrified <laughs> of it a little bit because I don't want to have to rethink stuff. But I got to be honest with you, and I, I probably am. I'm probably bringing too much of my upbringing into this conversation. But I just feel like it's not the right thing to do. Definitely, I doubt. All right, we'll draw this line. I don't think it's the right thing to do to allow your kids to just like party in the basement and get like hammer drunk. I guess why? But dude, at some point, dude, if it's an inch, it's a mile, right? So if I'm giving you a glass of wine at Easter dinner, then aren't I just pretty much then saying, well, this is all right, but then this isn't okay? I mean, like make it sex. So then are you going to tell your kids, well, no, penetration's terrible, but go in the basement, have oral? Um, I mean, right? If you're going, to, if if your if your final goal there is to not have a pregnant teenager, there probably is some being honest because truthfully, those things are two different things. Truth, yeah. You know what I mean? Like okay. truthfully, there is a difference between having wine with Easter dinner and being a full full blown alcoholic. And I know it feels like, well, I'm trying to protect them, so I, I'm going to lie to them. But like, that's that's where the problem is. Okay, I think Cassie's coming in into to this conversation a little late. She says, you know, because if a normal person did this, they'd be looked at like as one thing or the other. Again, we opened this conversation by saying that. Again, this is true. LeBron will get away with this because he's rich, a billionaire. It comes off as eccentric and maybe even forward thinking. Well, he's more of a global citizen, really, like one of those, and we'll excuse it away. Where if you did this, you come off as white trash. There is that. That's the truth in that. But there's been many things like that in the world where it's like if you do something, you're eccentric, and if you know what I mean. If you have money, you're eccentric, and if you don't, you're just a loser. That's unfair, but that is the reality of it. That's one of the reasons why we were talking about it. Is that I think you look at a celebrity who does this and goes ah one way, but if your neighbor did it, you're looking down your nose. Your shot at $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword LUCK to 200. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're getting hooked up with garbage tickets. They're playing on the 18th. That's going down to the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. We're going to pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you will need for those. Have to excuse me as I'm trying to get something posted to the website during the break here. And uh, doing two things at once there. Phone screener would actually be really good for this right now. Um, but I don't have one of those. So we'll just push publish there. This will be up shortly at WRQK.com. This is going to revisit something we got into a little bit yesterday. 
and even a little bit this morning. I, I, we're we're going to go back to the time traveling thing here because we uh, we had one of the salespeople in the studio yesterday, kind of talking a little bit about this stuff, and then we got into mediums and we got into all that kind of stuff, right? But then, so I walk into the sales bullpen yesterday, and one of the uh, one of the guy sales guys, salespeople, stops me. He's like, "Yo, man, got to tell you, kind of buy into time travel." It's like, really? I was like, I like to try to keep an open mind. I really do. I said, but I don't know. It's like Phantom was making some pretty solid points. I was like, I don't know if I can go there. And he goes, well, you guys talked about that that photo on the beach. Right. Where, where people thought the guy was using his phone. And I said, well, yeah, but my thing is, is that look at the way he's looking at it. If that photo was from when they told me it was, I was like, I feel like it's more likely that was a pocket watch he was looking at, not a phone. A million things it could right. be. You could be looking at something in your hands. A lot of different things could a lot be of, there. Right. A lot of things you could do right there. Okay. Okay. So then he goes, have you never seen the Tyson video? And I said, what are you talking about? And there's this Mike Tyson fight video where he's fighting um, McNeely. Okay. Peter McNeely. Okay. Vegas. I have seen this before. 1995, apparently. And if you look at that, that looks like somebody. Now, that looks like a Samsung Galaxy device to me in that person's hand in this video, which, of course, was not a thing in 1995, as far as I know. So what are we, what are we saying about that? I mean, there's no, there's no way that that's a camera. There's no way that's a camera held up the other way where he's trying to get a vertical picture as opposed to a horizontal picture. I, I would obviously I'm not going to say there's no way. But if you look at where like the lens of the camera is, it does not look like any camera I have ever seen. They're norm they were more normally centrally located on cameras than up to the up to the left hand corner where they are now. Okay. Um, no chance that this is doctored video. This is this is all again. I would not say no chance, but if it is, it's pretty well done, right? Like so. I mean, well, I mean, look. I mean, you can even see again. Like there's where the, like the lens would be, and then the flash starts to come out here. Now again, do I think this is time travel? No. I would imagine that there's a more logical explanation for this than that. The the logical explanation presented in these YouTube comments is that is a Casio QV100. It was available in white and available in 1995. Casio QV100. 100. Like the kids say. Interesting. Interesting. So kind of kind of look like that? Yeah, kind of does. Kind of does, right? Available in 1995. Yeah, kind of does. This, this is from 1995. And this guy has pretty decent seats at a boxing event, a Mike Tyson fight, so he's probably pretty rich and probably like, yo, I got the money to go blow on this camera that I just found. You know what? I'm taking it to the Tyson fight. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> so, there's, so there's nothing here. Like, have you seen the Charlie Chaplin one? Uh, well, yeah, I've like seen it. I can't remember. Like they're, they're, the person's walking in the background, and like that, or you know what I mean? They're like on the phone. You can see it clear as day. So, so there's no chance that that lady had an ear infection and was like holding something up against her ear, or was deaf and was using like an antiquated hearing device to have it up against her ear. That's 100 percent proof of time travel. 
Yeah, much more likely to me. It goes back to, dude, it's it's like a medical theory of like, when you hear a stampede, you don't look for, you, you want to look for zebras, but it's much more likely horses. You know what I'm saying? Lana, sometimes, is it zebras? Sure. But nine times out of 10, not even nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, there's usually going to be an explanation that's that's logical as opposed to like, oh, it's time travel. Sure. I uh, Now, I just, I want this... <laughs> I, I guess I just want it to be a thing. Yeah, I know people do. Like, I, I loved Quantum Leap as a kid. Right. Like, I loved that show as a kid. It, it, you, you have, it's, it's the dream of being able to beat death. It's the dream of being able to beat tragedy. I could go back in time and stop Hitler. I could go back in time and stop her from leaving me. I could, I could live forever. That I could, sad. I could do these things. But I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's the pain we've faced in our lives. And I would have the, I would have the power to do something about it. It enables you to think that like, like you can fix something and like i i understand why we want that and why it feels good but i i just don't think it's possible um good time for the good time for the theory i was floated yesterday because i want to run it by you at some time yeah this is the perfect time for it so 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 somebody approached fantone yesterday and was talking about our time travel conversation and i gotta tell you dude you lost me earlier with this so so, yeah run me through it so essentially what this guy was proposing to me is that like okay is time travel real in the sense of you're going faster than the speed of light and moving backwards or forwards in time maybe not but as virtual reality becomes more and more of a thing yes. and inevitably catches up with reality where it's like the youth indistinguishable from what's happening in the virtual world and what's happening in the real world okay. if you go into that virtual reality simulation essentially as a baby as you are born and it's the civil war is that not time traveling? No, but I, it's a virtual world. You, you you argued against your own point to start the conversation. But you have no bearings of the real world. You are you are in this simulation fully. So you, this is not the Matrix where I'm aware I could take the pill and forget it. No, this is this is you. Well, I guess it is the Matrix in the sense of. But you're not you're not one of the quote unquote woke ones. You have not been red pilled yet. You are still blue pilled. Is that not if if you're if you're living in a time that you can't perceive as any anything but real is that not no, sending because, you back in space no, because the whole thing time. of time travel is that i'm aware that i've done it you see what i'm saying because what i think you're doing here is you're loopholing it where the whole thing of time travel is is that i daniel john stansbury as i stand today want to go back and experience and see what the civil war was like in person Oh. It's almost like Scrooged, where I get to go back and kind of see it. I, d- I don't necessarily look at time travel as like you have to be conscious that like, hey, I was born in 1984, but now I'm in, in 3082. Have you never seen uh, Back to the Future? I don't know. I, I see. see I, I mean, like, I think there is at least somewhat a level of... You're right. I mean, like, yes, if your body's still here, but if there's nothing to distinguish it from the reality that you would be facing anyways, I I, I, I don't I, I had a hard time arguing against that. Your system is plugging me into a machine, which, again, is like, oh, great. If they brought out a virtual reality soldier game, am I now a soldier or did I just play it? If you, but 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 here's what I'm saying is it's not like it's not like it's not like you're going into this and then coming out an you're hour later. Right. No, this is the They're reality that you have. Back in time. This is where you were born. This is the life that you're living. This is like this is what you're dealing with. Now, obviously, I would be reshaped because of the air I'm growing up in. But, but, but what, so basically what you're saying, saying to me, if I'm hearing this right, is you want to send my consciousness back right. in baby form. Right. So then I then in theory, I would be mostly of who I am, just the version of it that would have been back then because you're 
are going to be shaped by your environment. Of course, things are going to be very, very different. So are you the same person so with the I same don't think memories? That's time travel. See, time travel to me is the same person I am being implemented back somewhere else. So basically, I know I'm back from somewhere else, but nobody else knows I'm from the future. That to me is time travel. Now, am I making it to Marty McFly? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But I don't know what the hell we're talking about it at all for, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly. Garbage playing the hard rock, October the 18th. And we're going to send you right now. Caller 20, 1 800 243 7625 on those. Be right back with more Sansbury Show. Guess, hang on. The Stansbury Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. Another reminder tonight, 5 30 at the Cultural Center. Fantone's your host for Take Back the Night, benefiting the Domestic Violence Project. I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make an appearance at this too. Uh, the lady friend and I are gonna show. We have to be a little late. She's got uh, something going on until about six fifteen, but then we'll be there shortly after that. The good news is, is it is a uh, come as you are, come and go as you please event. There's gonna be all sorts of uh, great you know artists and musicians and all sorts of stuff involved in this. And it's not a fundraiser. It's free to the community. It is about kind of bringing the community together to uh, you know be the be the counter to the you know terrible impacts of domestic violence. So if you're looking for something to do with the kids tonight for free. I would recommend that you stop by a family-friendly event. Everyone's invited. Yeah, we're going to be there. She believes strongly in that. I think we all and, should, uh, right? Yeah, right. she uh, she believes very strongly in that. Well, good. I'm glad. I haven't seen your girlfriend in a long time. I feel like there's uh, some things me and her have to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, the last time you saw her, that we <laughs> were not together. She wasn't your girlfriend. Right. That word still kind of sends shivers <laughs> down me a little bit. It's like, oh, God. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, oh, that's right. Like, I caught it. Almost. We've been talking time travel a lot on the program. And uh, one of the things I did here in the office yesterday, I, and I, God, he's he's our, our newest hire here, and I can't remember his name. Dave, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. But he works. <laughs> that's how well we do that kind of stuff here in this building. Like, the, like we hired a new salesperson, and nobody officially introduced me. Right. Like, I was just walking through the hallway, and I was like, oh, you didn't work here yesterday. I think I'm like three hires behind you, so right? don't even worry. <laughs> like, you're good. Yeah. They, the, in, for a communication industry, let me tell you, we're, we're doing a bang-up job of it. Well, I was walking through the bullpen, sales bullpen yesterday, and he stopped me. He said, he's like, you know what? He's like, I can't believe. He's like, I like your show. He's like, and you're normally on top of stuff. He's like, but you missed one of the easiest things with time travel ever. Yeah. I said, okay. I said, well, what was it? He goes, dude, you're, the whole thing is all, everybody's showing you, this guy's got a phone. This guy's got a phone. This right. guy's got a phone. <laughs> Send to me, he's like, Sansbury, who the hell are they talking to? The network's not going to work. Yeah, what cell phone towers are they you know using? I mean? He's like, the, can you hear me now? Doesn't work in 1965. What the hell are you thinking? If you, but listen, if you can time travel, if we can stretch our minds to that possibility, we can't get five bars when you go back in time. Like Verizon doesn't have those capabilities. I don't yeah, know. Dude. I don't think you can. I mean, BZW's all right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I bet. I bet they're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> We're talking about. Of course we can. Our Let's... phone helps you time travel. Fortnite skins. <laughs> we'll send you back in time with ours. But that hit me right, dude, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Where, of course, that's true. Of course, you're not just going to be able to whip out your iPhone and be like, well, I'll just call people from back here. No, you won't. Yeah, I uh, I, I definitely, when I saw that video of the Tyson fight, I was like, oh, that's something. There's something, but, but there's see, an that, explanation. But the camera would work, though. Like, So, like, he wasn't talking to somebody, or that person wasn't talking to somebody on the phone. They were trying to take a picture. But, again, we did. We looked it up, the Casio QV100, and it does. It looks eerily similar to what's being held in that video. All that stuff's available for you, WRQK.com. 
But I just, I don't know. I want to believe so badly. But I want to believe in aliens, too, and you don't buy into that either. No, I, I, I go back to this, and someone else asked me about this yesterday, where it's like, as soon as you pull one of these pins, they time travel, aliens, yeah. angels, vampires, they're all a possibility at that point. Everything, everything's real. So until, once we cross the bridge on one of these, I will give you guys, I will give you guys an open door of, yo, I was wrong, you know, I was proven wrong on this, and I will, I will change my opinion which one's the craziest time travel aliens angels the bible <laughs> um which one's the craziest of all that now again now some of you got really mad when i just said bible there but you gotta understand i'm just throwing in things that are unproven um, that I'm, people want to believe i'm gonna go with the, the concept of time travel i feel like is pretty unlikely aliens i disagree that deep space travels are going to be a possibility but if you want to go there at least i can understand it i Ange- maintain that if they could do it that they have technology we don't understand angels if you want to go when the god makes mysterious ways and sure. you don't understand the power of god and blah 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 okay making all right. the fact that something might be beyond your comprehension Fine, but time travel just doesn't seem likely to me that's the most crazy one. Eh, it's close enough. It's What's crazy? Well time travel flat Earth. If you're going, if you're going with the with the nothing else that we just listed is real, flat Earth is pretty often crazy. Because explain it to me. Explain to me how everything works. Explain. Well, to me. actually, that's going to happen. Actually, that's going to happen. There's a reality show coming out that honestly has me very, very interested in this flat Earth thing. Actually, we're going to get into that. And we'll also get you hooked up with $1,000. All that will happen next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45. And the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off as at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash. Rock 106.9. Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Pass on $1,000 here momentarily. Give you a keyword. You text it into 200-200. You'll have more money than you had yesterday. It's a pretty good system. Pretty easy. We here on the program got sucked into uh, conspiracy theories. Deep into it. This week. I don't even know how it happened. But it just kind of happened. And I was watching the Norm McDonald show on uh, Netflix the other night. And I watched the Drew Barrymore episode. Okay. And she was talking about how when she was in Texas... That their sky is really special and that um, that there are certain places she's been in the world where she feels like if you look at it, you can actually see the curvature of the earth. And she claims that in Texas, that because okay. the sky is so big that she could actually tell that the earth was then a sphere. Now, I've been to Texas. They, they, those skies are pretty special out there. Oregon's got a really nice sky, too. And you can kind of tell it's like the things are it's pretty vast. And I, I feel like the earth is round. I feel like I've seen enough documentation. However, the flat earthers are a fierce bunch. They're a fierce bunch. They are. And they'll dig their heels in. Anyone will, dude. If you have if you're staunch in something, man, it does not matter what kind of proof you should get shown. You just you're not coming off it. So I guess people who believe the earth is round are now calling for a reality show where they put flat earthers to the task of prove it. Find it. Let's 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 fund you. You're the one that tells us we're all wrong, so we'll fund you. Right. And then you go out there and prove us all wrong. Seems reasonable. I would watch this. This is a reality show I would watch. Now, they say here, with extraordinary few exceptions, 
No educated person in the history of Western civilization from the third century onwards believed that the earth was flat. That's historian Jeffrey Burton Russell, and he had said that back in 1997. Okay. Now, the renowned scientist Stephen Jay Gould wrote in 97 as well, there was never a period of flat earth obscurity among scholars. That the Greek knowledge of the earth being a sphere never disappeared and all medieval scholars accepted the roundness of Earth as an established fact of cosmology. So basically, we've known the Earth has been round forever. And all of a sudden, 2,000 years later, we get smartphones, and it's like, I don't know, maybe it is flat. Now, God, again, we're I, the worst. I don't want to go worst. overboard, but again, this is one of those things where welcome to the time in the age and time where you're not allowed to tell people they're being crazy because, well, you don't get their struggle and I don't know. And you don't get to know, and you don't get to tell people this placating craziness is what led us here. And that's why we have a flat earth society. Now that's placating the no, but you don't really know. Yes, but we do know scientists have shown us. It's frustrating because at the end of the day, you, I, and everybody else primarily who are listening, we're not experts in anything, and we're going off of the best information we have available to us. And with sure. that being said, it's very easy for somebody to question said information. No matter how much scientific you know, theory has gone into it, no matter how much it's been tested, there's the concept of being able to say to somebody, yeah, you don't know that, though. You didn't do that. You haven't seen that. You don't know that. And once you start interjecting that, Everyone kind of has to question themselves. There is a little bit of, I, I don't know that. I'm not the one out there testing these things. People, people can show me these tests online or whatever, the study, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm not the one who did that. I get that. And I understand why it all causes us to pause. But at the end of the day, show some evidence. Show the scratch paper. Instead of just questioning things, explain things. And that's where the, that's where the argument falls apart. That's why I feel like, okay, yeah, I have all this explanation of like, why is the earth round? What are the different things that, that prove that? I've got that. But when I ask you for the same work on the other side, you're like, well, you just got to question everything. Yeah. I, I, this, I, I've made this, a, I've made this a very similar argument with bosses. Don't tell me just to do something. Explain to me why it's good for us to do it this way. I know you're my boss and you could just say do it and I have to do it. I get that. But if you give me the reasons why we're about to go do it this way, now all of a sudden you've now enlisted me in your cause. And I think the very similar thing there. It's like, dude, the burden on proof is on you. Yeah, 100% that you are the one who is making this claim. And at the end of the day, yeah, you you are going to have to prove that. So, like, I, dude, I, I, I don't want to, like, because the last thing... I, you know, there's so many people that believe so many different things on this planet. Like, I don't want to look at anyone and just be like, well, this proves you're an idiot. This proves that you're dumb because I'm sure there's people in the flat earth society who are capable of great things in other avenues of their life. There are really intelligent people who don't buy into climate change. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, yeah. so, so I, 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 I very much tried to stop myself in the, you know, in, in the past couple of days as we've gotten into this as just assuming everything is stupidity or ignorance or a willingfulness not well, being willfully on. Tooth. Ignorance and stupidity are separate things. Those words have been conflated in the way we use our, our, our dialogue in this country. But it is ignorance to think that the, that the world is flat. That is ignorance. Because we do have science that backs up it being a sphere. 
So it is it, under the under the definition of the word, it is ignorance. I just I, 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 there's just somewhere along the line where we all have this belief about something, and you get to this point where you just can't come off of it. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like a true belief in that, or if it is the concept of like, well, I, I'm on this ship and I'm going down with it, or, or or what it is. But there's there's just some people, you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter what you put in their face, it doesn't matter. I mean, the every, okay, so stars round, moons round, you know, every other planet's round, but the Earth flat. Okay, so how do satellites work? How does gravity work? Where's the edge of all this? You can ask them these questions all day long, and, and there's nothing. Th- well, there's something, but it's it's just it's just more confusion. So this started to take place on Reddit, where they want to see like a reality show where we send like flat Earthers out there to try to prove that it's flat, right? And they have this to say. Those who believe in the Earth being flat are convinced that it is impossible to make it to the edge of the world because it is blocked by a massive wall of ice and defended by the world's military powers. So then, I'm assuming then that they assume that every like picture I have seen of Earth has then been doctored and manufactured because right. I like because say we do have satellites. So show me the wall of ice. Right. At least we could get to that, right? I mean, you could get to Show the, me wall the wall of, of ice. ice. I can't get past the wall of ice, but I'd be able to see the wall of ice, correct? It, there, there's and I'm sorry, the world's military powers? What are those? Well, the greater powers that run the world outside of what we think is the American government or whatever. I mean, the the New World Order, I think is what a lot of people so call it So then I have there. to make room for that then, Yeah, too. there's something even greater, something more nefarious behind behind these things here. And what are they hiding it for? What's the, what's the, what's the, who's winning on this? Where's, where's the money being made by doing well, like this? Like I said about any problem in the world, who benefits? Right. You're exactly right. So who, the, follow who benefits from something and then you'll be able to figure out what's really happening with it. And I don't know who would benefit from this. Because not, are they... Tr- not me, dude. <laughs> it just feels like I just slamming it up against the wall. These goddamn flat earthers. I, yeah, I don't get it. I, I, I like I don't... But again, this is part... This is akin to... This is a part of the problem of not being able to sit people down and go, no, you're being foolish. You're not allowed to do that now. Yeah, and the concept... And I know Kyrie Irving came out and apologized for it or whatever. Or at least came out and came off of it saying that he doesn't necessarily believe it. But when you get to this... I think he got backed into a corner and he did believe it. Well, regardless That's how... I, I mean, I when, when, when you get to this point where we all get our own facts, I mean, when, when we can't agree on what that is, I can't be surprised that there is is a lot of confusion of like really what's happening on the planet and dude maybe what this all boils down to is like none of us really know anything and like it's not like the american science system has been so great through it where it's like well you know as 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 high school graduates we should all understand this right i mean we flipped on eggs 10 times in my lifetime you know what I mean? Healthy, not good, bad i mean so yeah if you can flip on that 10 times but i believe that the earth is round like I, I, I feel very confident in that. I don't know why. I have I barely left Ohio, but for some reason I feel like I know what's going on with that. But I feel very confident that the Earth is round, and I feel, I guess, happy that I'm one of those. I, you know what I mean? Yo, Versus yeah. a flat earther. Uh, watching the show and laughing at it as opposed to like watching the show being like, man, I really hope they find it this Different week. Things. Right. Different right. things. Your shot at a thousand dollars is every hour on the program. Your next one right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword money to two. Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45, and the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off as at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ratio. 
Again, tonight, Cultural Center, 530. Fantone hosting Take Back the Night to benefit the Domestic Violence Project. I'll be in attendance at this as well. Fantone, your host. Free event. Come and go as you please. Family-friendly event. So for the, there's never anything to do. There's something to do tonight, and it also benefits a great cause. Nice. We'll, we'll see you guys tonight at the Cultural Center. I like it. All right. I want to make this abundantly clear. This is not a local story. Okay. Okay? Okay. Because these places advertise like crazy, and I don't want anybody walking away going, oh my God, he's saying don't go. No, I'm not. Okay. But there was an incident in Nashville at a haunted house. Now, some of these places get a little crazy. Like where they can reach out and grab you, touch you. As a matter of fact, uh, do my woman told me like her daughter went to one where they picked up one of her friends and like carried her to another room. Like they just can pick you up and like take you other places now, which I find very strange. Now with those ones, you are going to have to sign a waiver beforehand. Is that right? okay. Yeah, like right. you legally have to allow them to touch you before that happens. So what happened in Nashville was is somebody in a mask came up and asked this couple. Hey, is that guy kind of bothering you? Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the monster. Is that guy? And then I'm here to protect you, lady. Right? Like one of those. And she jokingly says yes and laughs. He hands her a knife. She thinks it's a prop. Stabs the dude with it. It's a real knife. It's a real knife. They track the guy down. He's like, I didn't know my knife was that sharp. So here's where I'm going with this. What in the hell is the screening process? Because they do think some of the members of the staff were involved in how this happened, and okay. they put them on leave. First of all, no, you're just fired. See ya, you're done. But what is the screening process of this? Yeah, great, I have to sign a waiver, but you're still allowing people to pick up my kid and take him to another location? Like, I don't know, I'm not wild about it. Um, I mean, I'm going to assume this is a... It's a temporary job, so therefore it's probably not a great paying job. I mean, this is this an is like running the tilt world the fair, right? Right. This is probably an hourly job that you're finding yourself in, maybe nine, ten bucks an hour if you're lucky. I am. I'm, totally, I'm totally making that number up, but to me, that's what it seems to be. Um, and it's temporary, so I'm not going to assume. And let's be real, too. I mean, a vast majority of haunted houses are owned locally. It's not like there's a big national brand of them. Which so, I'm surprised by, by the way. So it's just usually some dude, some family, some company who's trying to hustle extra money out of the month of October. And God bless you for it, dude. Sure. I mean, yo. We need them. You, if you've got, right, and there's a demand for it. If you've got a field, if you've got a building, and Do you're it. like, dude, the month of October, before we get into the holidays, I can make more money going into quarter four. Good, good for you, dude. Go ahead and do it. But I I can't assume that like the screening process is very much. It's probably just like, hey, okay, you filled out an application. You want to work here? Yo, can you be here Thursdays by, by 3 o'clock to get into makeup? Nine stitches later, they recall uh, the unknown man apologizing to the victim as he lay bleeding, saying, I didn't know my knife was that sharp. What are you giving a... Dude, what do you mean that sharp? Yeah, well, I could take a like dull butter knife and I could stick it through you. I mean, like... As people are trying to get more and more realistic with these because you want to make more and more money, I mean, you can't have like hokey ass, like obviously fake stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to find out some of the weapons you're either dulled or, you know, even legit just not being used. Well, because they asked the woman, they said, How did you not know? And she goes, You gotta understand, we were in one of these ultra realistic haunted houses where people were giving me like where people were carrying around chainsaws and stuff like that. She's like, I just thought it was pro. I didn't know. Yeah, you're in in the middle of that. I, I really don't look at her as. As, as like at fault here. I mean, what was she supposed to do? I guess 
I wouldn't have thought about it before the story, so I can't demonize her. But now, having read this, I'd be like, I gotta tell you, I, I can't, I shouldn't be trusting somebody who's just gonna hand me something like this at one of these things. I mean, and how long would it take? And I, you know, I, I'm sure this isn't a new concept here, but like, all right, so you, you are in a situation where screaming and blood and you know, uh, macabre. Things. How long before somebody pay, pays attention to you as like a real situation happening right. versus oh, they're just a little dramatic? Right. Or I mean, like, you know. There's just there's already so much going on in the lights and the music and the everything, dude. It's just like I mean, you could be slitting people's throats in there, and they don't, they don't know. It's a little terrifying. This feels to me like the Halloween candy thing that everybody's yeah. always worried about. Yeah. Like somebody that works at one of these places is gonna hurt you. Just like oh, there's a razor in that candy, but then you know what I mean. The, the, the amount of times it's actually happened is not all that many. It seems to me like one of those, but. Again, this reminds me of my dad when I was a kid. Like, I was allowed to go to Jogga Lake. Right. Because it was there all year. Right. But when, like, the home days came to town, my dad was like, you're not riding that goddamn thing because that guy built that yesterday, Daniel. I'm not putting you up in the air on that thing. And my dad was, it was always this thing. Look at that guy, Daniel. You think I would let that guy turn you upside down? No. And the answer is no. You're not riding that. And I thought he was being a dick, but at the end of the day, he just cared about me. That was all. That's, a, that's It's called parenting. And sometimes parenting is being a dick. All right. We'll close out the program for Thursday. Next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning 